Last time on The Empire's Edge. Cigarette and then pulls it the rest of the way out and it's an entire Molotov cocktail. <laughs> uh, there's no need. Uh, I am matriarch of clan. I must be believed. Yeah, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, are you honestly negotiating for your life or are you trying to deceive us? I said that as a joke, but it made a lot more sense as I said it out yeah, loud. Right. <laughs> that actually sounded pretty legit, didn't it? I cast Blight. Gagindrog has fallen. Does this mean um, destruction for the city, destruction for way of life? He responds with possibly, but a something else will come out of it. She simply announces the caravan is ready. I am already outside. I am ready to go. <laughs> and without any further preamble, uh, it begins to move in the direction to get you finally out of the lands of the Anuriak and back to the surface. So the caravan takes you out of the known areas of Chitakdan, and at this point you can even see that the city of, or the clan of Gagindrog is nearly raised to the ground. There's hardly anything of even left at this point, and it's just been the better part of two days, maybe two days in a bit. And then you're taken into side passages and tunnels. Wait, can we tell, were there people absorbed or were they killed and eaten? Can we, do uh, we you, get any idea? I mean, Shataska's right next to you. Iskanthover to there, you know, 10 soldiers, drones. You could simply ask one of them if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just curious what happened to the, what happened to the Aniriac that were living uh, in there. And Shataska says some of them were destroyed and then their carapaces and other organs were repurposed uh, into foodstuffs, nutrients, other things like they always are. And then uh, uh, the vast majority of them were simply adopted into other clans. I guess my main question is like the sisters, the ones with the higher intelligence and the ability to cast spells, do they maintain any sort of uh, allegiance to their non-existing clan or do they just go into a new one and have the same amount of loyalty to the new one? They that, might not have any history. That's that's interesting that um, heretofore, whenever, well, nothing like this has ever quite happened, that um, some of them destroyed themselves, uh, some of them were destroyed in the battle, in the fight itself, and it is suspected that at least two of the sages from Gagindrog fled and now are simply out in the uh, in the world, in these underspaces, and the direct no eye that, contact you're making with you just now makes me think that's foreshadowing. That's yeah, that's that's good information to <laughs> to have. Do we do we have? Um, do, uh, does any of your team have power to sense if they're coming after us? Uh, we would certainly be aware. We do have uh, six adepts with us now. But now that to, we know uh, them to now too, us. you should be able to use that locate plants and or is that specifically a type? Do do, do we know now? Do these uh, adhere to that type that is specific to her ability to locate uh, plants and animals? Whatever that. They're neither Those plant creatures nor yeah, beasts. Yeah, so that wouldn't that wouldn't work. Okay, I I didn't know. Um, Describe or name a specific kind of beast or plant. Yeah, yeah, they're not beasts or plants. And then she goes on to say that though I I doubt there'd be retaliation. One, when we're in the middle of this massive caravan, and two, after we so completely displayed how dangerous we are. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but it's it, it that's that's a very unusual individualistic reaction. It is, yeah. Um, oh, a, a great number, word. yeah, a great number of adepts were brought into um, uh, Canal Chirogan, and no sages, however, but they've largely been absorbed in one capacity or another one. <clears throat> and you guys travel. Uh, you are going into tunnels that you had not gone into before, and then into uh, you know major cavernous areas, and it takes days 
just days and days, and it's traveling, camping. It does seem as though these are initially very known areas to the Anuriac, and they don't seem to be in any way worried about encounters, cave fishers, any other kinds of creatures that, that you would be down here. And uh, you move fairly quickly as you're exiting the, uh, the known regions. Uh, by about the third day, you're traveling to areas that they themselves are saying that they have rarely been to. But the, these early, sorry to interrupt, these earlier yeah. areas, they were well-traveled, they they were branching paths, that yes. kind of thing. Yeah, very well, so, you know, okay. well-polished. You know, like when we were going to that satellite location with the Ember Hooks? Exactly, yeah, that uh, you could see those polished marks where there's a lot of travel and that sort okay. of thing. And the, the, uh, the, the passers that you see in other directions, you know, from your own clan home, from other clan homes, uh, that sort of travel and moving seems to have already returned to normal. By about the third day, you're traveling into newer areas. You're noticing, Jacob, that the stones themselves are less polished when you're looking to see, you know, how much travel there is by the wear that the Anurik themselves incur. And then by the fourth day, it's um, it's fairly new. They're going a little slower, and you can tell that they're picking their way. Uh, they pause periodically to uh, confer with each other before they proceed on, as though they know, maybe by description, the way. But, but they don't no know the way by experience, yeah. <clears throat> right? And then um, by Just the uh, keeping my eyes peeled at any <clears throat> moment because if we start to get too far away from where they are, yeah, will we start to see the the tracks of any sort of an animal that moves around down here that I might be able well, to notice patterns and mm. yeah, yeah, just kind of point. adopting a guard role so that way this caravan that's taking us home doesn't get forestalled or interrupted. And then also, I guess working uh, to create some sort of a system for them. Because if they're in areas that they don't know, since now we're into a point where they are definitely more out of their comfort zone, maybe helping them by giving them a way of getting back, making markings or something that they can look Blazing for. Blazing a trail. Yeah. On, um, their, on their return trip. Yeah. And actually, even though you said that, uh, and I didn't pick up or I didn't, I didn't mention it, that they actually do have, there is uh, one of the adepts has a contingent of drones that seem to be doing that. Okay. That if you just look back in the other direction, you know where you came that you would see at the major junctions that it's indicating which way to go from that major okay. junction. Yeah. But yeah, that you saying that too, they are completely painting arrows on the intersections, <clears throat> basically a little bit. And it is that case too, that around that fifth day that you can tell they're moving in a more uh, defensive, more warily as they're proceeding, but they're still moving at a pretty good rate. Um, and then into the sixth day as well, that they're... How many days does Shatask estimate it will take for us to get to the surface? Do they have an idea? She believes that we'll get to the point where we will go our separate ways in another day. Oh, okay. And so, and then how many days away is the surface from that? It'd be very soon after that. So she doesn't know? Yeah. Okay. Kind of makes sense. They reach, you know, the gates of hell and go, you yeah. know... Uh, in, Can you in, want, insight, I don't want to go further. Insight, if Shatask <clears throat> actually knows that, or if she's just relaying what she's been told. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Nice. That's a good start. 24. Nice, yeah. Yeah, that was a natural 20. So, Beats the heck out of my 14. Yeah. It, it really does strike you that she has no idea beyond the directions that she's been taught. Okay. So, <clears throat> I mean, and we don't even have any sort of a gauge for where we could be height-wise. Right. Because we, we could be above the surface at the point we're just coming up into a mountain. We have absolutely no idea. I well, I, are we seeing things in the ground? Like, are we seeing tree roots? Are we seeing anything that would indicate? Um, um, it, obviously, no. But if you want to conduct something where you're actually doing a, a search of some sort, a... Uh, um, investigate? 
thing uh, is, and as we're I'll take that. and as we're rising in elevation, I guess we would still be getting the same sort of elevation change feelings that we would get, like popping ears and things like that. Yeah, roll of survival, Jacob. Uh, Nineteen plus three on my investigate. Yeah, so far I no. look at the stones and use my stonework skill, <laughs> which is actually a skill I've got now. But... To determine that I'm surrounded by stones. Yeah, how Unnatural. old is the stone? A natural 20? Yep. You don't believe you've changed elevation much. Okay. You think you're running maybe a little bit up, but then lately, the last day or so, it's gone fairly level. Okay. Can, can <clears throat> we still talk to Thug or are we, still too, are we now too far, away? Oh, too far away? Way too far away. Yeah, way too far away. And then by the seventh day, this day that Shatask had said should be the day, that three quarters of the way through the day, it'd be like, you know, for your perceptions late in the afternoon, they get to uh, a cavern area. And of course, you've traveled through many cavern areas and they have um, uh, the appearance, kind of the, the nonverbal of reaching a point. And almost immediately the drones are set out and they begin marking things and they're actually... It takes them some time, but they start dissolving some of the um, of the sandstones, and they're making those little balls that they use for building and for other things. And it looks like they're working on establishing a much more permanent camp than what you would what you have established, you know, on any of the the rest periods, you know, between this time and that. Well, that's ominous. So, what's up with that? Yeah. So, um, Shatask said... I asked Shatask. We're staging an invasion of hell. Thanks, Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) What's up with that? That we are establishing an outpost. Uh, This is as far as any Anuriak has gone, and we could not go farther, um, and raises one of its arms and gestures just down a, a major tunnel way. Already hell is beginning to seep through. So we will go no further than this place and uh, set up this advanced um, border, um, compound, uh, post, so we know where the edges of our, our new territories are. What do you mean hell is starting to seep through? And just m- me- gestures with its head in the direction of that tunnel. There, look. Can't and you see we it? Look. Can't you see that hell yeah. is seeping through? I cycle through both magical and natural vision. Do I smell fresh air? Is that what they're talking about? Um, that'd be another, I guess, uh, proficient search. Survival? It. Yeah, survival. Uh, twenty-nine. No, it only smell it. Not, not really. Okay. Can I take a few steps down there. Anything? And what, what did you see doing? I was cycling through natural and magical vision. Natural magical vision. Could you read the descriptions for what? How, what is that? Um, what does that say? So natural vision is just I'm seeing as humans do. Okay. Then the angelic sight invocation um, is I can see 120 feet in total darkness, be it natural or magical darkness. Okay. So just seeing if there's any anything I can pick up that way. Yeah, I think that's an interesting way of applying this, but it's as though even though it's a natural darkness up ahead, and there's nothing that is like a magical or a cast light. Um, you think you understand what Shatask is talking about, that it's as almost as though like like light photons are coming in here. There's okay. light at the end of the tunnel. So she's picking up like one one millionth of a photon. Yeah, something like and that. And it's like, ew. But, but the implication too is that it's not coming from a fire source or a light spell, that she's saying that's... She's seeing the sun. That's hell seeping through, right. Huh. Freaky. We're this low. That's a long tunnel and some really good eyesight. Okay. Um. How? And she says about a day. I yeah. guess we're we're gonna rest here and then take off in the morning. And she goes like, um, 
yeah, <laughs> that they don't really know. Not exactly. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely want to retrieve a number of days, probably a couple of weeks rations, because we don't know where we're coming out. Yeah, Hopefully, I agree. we'll come out in some nice lush valley, and we can like kill a deer and have something actually <laughs> tasty to eat. Remember those days for the first time in like. Pushing three months. The, the the scene is there's a deer walking alone through the woods and it kneels down and starts nibbling on a small plant. And, and that hammer shoots out of the ground. That raises up and it's just our head and it's still <laughs> eating from it like, oh. <laughs> and just shoot it right from underneath. The plant turns around. It turns this way. The deer's watching it turn like, oh, this is curious. Are there any small animals yet? Uh, Are there no. any little moles or? No, nothing like that. I'm yet. getting the impression it's still just stone it is it's just rock down dirt. here yes bare rock yeah there's uh you have seen the things you've seen in other places too that the various lichens that grow on the walls things like that right uh with increased um all right so put it that way with decreased uh regularity as you've been proceeding along this, this so less frequency as we've been less, getting quote less, unquote less. closer to the quote unquote surface yes uh, while you've remained more or less level, exactly so. How will we know from here how to get to the surface? Is is there a path that goes to the surface? There is only one way. It is... <laughs> that way? <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jacob points up next to you. That that tunnel way, there. And again, she points in that direction. And if she could squint, she would or kind of tip her head. She's that, an ant. She doesn't have eyelids. I know, yeah. Um, she's yeah. You know, pointing that direction. That is the way. And I am certain of it, though the directions were simply told to me. Um, the way that I can see it seeping through, that has to be the way, uh, clearly, when down that tunnel way. When was the last time anyone traveled this way? How do, how do we know this leads to the surface? Did someone return back from here and, and relay that information? It is Kunachrogan lore. Yeah, I think it's it just... It is secret lore. That's always where the devils lived. All right, so we're working on the myth. I get, unless there's anything else you guys want to do tonight, I guess we just we finish this last rest. Yeah, grab securing our rations. plenty of rations. Yeah, yeah, and I am water. While I'm resting tonight, I'm going to switch out a spell so I have sending prepared, so that when we break surface, we have the ability, or when we're get close, close to it, we have the ability to to send a message. Okay, yeah. So uh, at one point, when you guys are kind of setting up your camp, um, Thovit comes up to you, Jacob, uh, and has a drone in tow and uh, is clicking to you, I believe you were concerned about how much ration. Uh, should I repurpose this drone? <laughs> that is such an awful question. Pick the lobster from the tank. Which <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yes, but not that one. All right, Thovid, how'd you pick this drone? Why is this the one that you're offering to us? It was the one that was closest to me. Oh, great. Okay. Of course it was. <laughs> I look over. What other answer were you expecting? And I, I look over to Boris, like, when you said rations... How many days rations do we have per person? Um, I would think you probably still have, from what you gathered before, about a week's worth still on you. Oh. Per person? Uh, yeah, about six per well, person. Well, and I can have the... I can call dryads um, and have them right. create good berries. All right. We have sufficient resources. You, do, yeah, you don't need to repurpose this. We'll repurpose it ourselves, and we just add the small ant to our party. We just take it with us. <laughs> oh. Okay. How, how would it react to being brought out? I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to bring it with us. I want to see how it reacts if it goes outside. If it's just a mindless drone, how does it react to being taken with us? So you just click back to Thovit that I'll take this drone with me, like, just in yeah. case? Well, like, honestly, I mean, be... if nothing else, just for carrying stuff, like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll just use it as a pack mule. You know what would be really helpful, though, is if it has the same reaction to the light that 
that oh, task did, then it could tell us, it would know as it's getting lighter sooner than yeah. we would know. I'll, I'll click so wherever it is in more like, like pain that that's the direction <laughs> to go in. I do click to the drone. Like, can you sense the light or can you sense the, the surface? Hell. Hell. Can you sense hell? That, yeah, you don't get quite the same response that you would from like a soldier yeah, or something. Discomfort. Uh, but yeah, it is like pain. Yeah, pain. Is, and, it, is it unbearable? Yeah, that's probably way out so, of its, you know. It, is it too I, I much? Could, I could perceive, you know, kind of pick up on what they were picking up on. Yeah, we don't need to torture a drone. Send, send it back with them. What the hell's wrong with you two? Well, I have to say, we, I, I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't know it was pain until you guys used the word just now. Yeah, even so, it's discomfort and we're removing it no from society. No one even said discomfort. This is the first I heard about She's it. She's wincing and trying to look away. It's yeah. just a drone. It's the same way that you do when someone turns the lights on after you're watching a movie in a classroom. It doesn't hurt for more than a second. Yeah, but that's because we're used to having light. Yeah, and? If, if They're not. If you take the drone with you, Jacob, uh, Thovit was I am just it. about to say... Understood. And just would walk away without the drone. Let me roll it as a survival if I think that this thing could even survive on the surface based on what I know about them. Well, what and also what damage it might do introducing it to the surface. Well, I would keep it with me and it wouldn't be able to reproduce, I would hope. But let me just see what I... Uh, 22. Do I, do I feel like it could even thrive out there or would it actually be torturous for this From thing? what you've gained about them being underground, how they react to various lights, that you would think that the full spectrum of light in sunlight would probably damage it and it would be very painful and it would probably then not know what to do. It just curl itself up in a ball and just die of starvation. Panic and die of a horrible Now I feel like a bad person. I won't do that now. Okay, so now that the fate of this little drone has been decided. (laughs) It walks away quickly. It almost just got killed to feed us. I'm going to ask Jask to fly down the tunnel as far as um, she's comfortable and report back to me. Uh, Remind me, what's uh, Jask's eyesight um, abilities? She's a bat. uh, Oh, echolocation. Okay, gotcha. Oh. And decent Uh, eyesight. So let's see, and what's its move speed? Five feet walking, fly 30 feet, uh, blind sight 60 feet. How'd you find that so fast? I googled 5e bat and clicked the first link. Oh. Asked and answered. Usud has 120 feet of dark vision and flies at 40 feet per round. Do we want to send him instead? You. And I... You have to swap out your senses to get what Jast is getting. Yeah. I get constant updates from Usud. Okay, as long as you're comfortable with the suit uh, going away from you that way. Because you just have that telepathic link. He doesn't even have to be anywhere close to you to get from him, right? Like a mile, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, great. I don't feel a great need to scout down the passage, but if it would, you know, if it's information you think could be useful, yeah, I can. Yeah, I don't. Um, if this is as far as they've gone, we don't know what else is living down here. Something is keeping this passage. Well, clear. we know there are cave fissures. Well, right. We, yeah. we found that one out. All right. I, yes. I don't think. I don't think there is something keeping the passage clear. I think it's a, a cave. Mm. That you know. Your typical dangers. These these are the only sentient things in the area, and they haven't blocked it up because why on earth would they? Yeah, well, I think it'd be a good idea to to scope it out. And here's one of the things that I'm wondering is do we make our own branch off of this? I can do, um, you know, we can do different move rock things. Do we not travel this path? Because we know this is where the traders travel. We know this is how they come up and down. We, we know they're we not. We actually don't. Yeah. We don't know how food gets his supplies. That he was referencing other, like, he said like, Rock demons and shadow demons. 
That probably right. would have been a smarter way but to get to the surface. There was, there the was a somebody, there was a, an intermediary. Not. Right, but this is the only path that they know of. Well, that that the Greenock Rogan right. know of. That knows, right. Right. The, but the there, cult there would, would know different yeah. ways. I'm just saying that if this is a known path, we might not want to travel the known path because we don't know what rock demons are, but they're probably not We also, though, don't know the direction we dig in. Agreed. And, and then <laughs> it'd be massively slow. And we also haven't run into a single thing that's been Agreed, able to kill us. which is part of the reason why it would be a good idea, I think, to go down and see what we see. Does she see roots? Does she see a change in rock? He. He, sorry. Um, anything, small, small animals, anything that could help us get an understanding of how far we are from I'll the surface. I'll send a suit out for a mile. Okay, and, and have remind me again of like uh, how you gain its um, abilities to see? I always have them. Okay, so, um, yeah, so it would go a mile, gosh, whatever they take. I just worked out a different set of uh, calculations, but it travels that mile if that's going to be the flying at that speed. It's yeah. like, like 35, 80, 40 minutes or something like that. 80 feet per round. Yeah, so it's, it's going out. It goes out in that direction and um, and it's still tunnel way, moving away, and it's encountered in that stretch. Uh, there have not been any signs of uh, anyone else traveling this. Uh, there was no creatures on it, um, nor were there any roots. 13.6 so. miles per hour. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so it, it's still, <laughs> yeah. it, it very much, probably what you get back is that it's resembled the tunnel that you just traverse through to get to this cavern area. Yeah. With this, this outpost um, are making it. So yeah, at 80 feet around to travel, uh, oh, 5,000 feet around. I thought it was 60 feet around. No, uh, to travel, um, five, cause that's, you know, move action and dash, uh, yeah. to travel 5,280 feet, it would take 66, uh, rounds or six and a half minutes. Oh my gosh. To go to one well, way so why not out. have them fly three or four miles? Oh, the the one mile is because that's when he uh, he loses his yeah, his like direct my, my connection. connection with it. Oh, and you don't want to lose your connection with Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So no changes in that mile. So we'd be back in, you know, another yeah, no, six six minutes. minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Very quick. Yeah. So maybe, so should I send Jast out then? Because so, that and just let her go, let her fly out. I mean, for what's an it hour like getting an hour? What's it like getting your um? What are these familiars? Yeah. Yeah. What is it like getting them back? Is it just the same fine familiar spell for both of you? Yeah. Mine is just a spell. Yeah. I mean, if they get far enough away to where they run into danger and they uh, they end up dying, it's a ten minute casting to bring them back because they don't actually die. Right. Their their essence just gets yeah, shunted. But elsewhere. my point is, we won't know until a while yeah. later. So why? That's a fair point. Why bother waste it? I know That's because like, if we're if we're camped here for the night and have her fly out at six, she flies at sixty feet. So have her fly out for two hours and fly back for two hours. I mean, that gives us a long view oh, I got you. of what so, like, potentially is in this tunnel. Tell Jazz to spend her entire, like the entire time we're doing long rest, or at least a heavy portion of it, flying there and back. And if she doesn't return, then we know then that we there's know something there's, up there's there. There's a problem out there. And if she does return, um, then we'd have a, a clear path. Fair. Um, Counter offer. We still send Usud because Usud can turn himself invisible constantly. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, fair. So Usud will definitely come back. All right. So. Unless there's something really bad that can see invisible things. In which case, we don't use this In which tunnel. case, we dig a different <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> All right, so then... Or we're on our guard going through because eh. this is the known exit where we're not just digging back into the mountain and wasting years. You act like you don't like it down here. All right, so <laughs> we, um, you guys, are, you know, save your camp, you're, you're, you know, like settling in and a suit goes down that tunnel way. And at about that, or I guess you probably never called it back. It just probably went from that point forward, I guess. 
Yeah, um, I'd, yeah, he'd reach the mile, and I'd send him the new instructions. Yeah. So, and then I'd have him alert me once he's back in the mile radius. Okay, and yeah, time goes by, and at the rate you said, it would be somewhere in the middle of about a couple of hours later, you know, something like that. That is, um, you are alerted, and I would think at that point you're probably either asleep or were you know thinking about you know going to sleep. So mm-hmm. somewhere around there, like you, it was time to get rest. Uh, at two hours later, and. Um, returns to that mile away distance uh, and says the uh, the tunnel runs straight um, it gets warmer and warmer and warmer uh, the closer it got to the far end but it appears to be blocked by sand no by sand. sand what in the world yeah where are we coming out so and that's all the Mort knows there was there was never any signs of roots or anything like that well it makes sense if we're coming out into a desert there's not gonna be a whole lot of trees there's not a lot of desert there's only like the one desert near us we're nowhere near it that doesn't make sense did we get teleported at some point i don't know how far have we been going <laughs> what direction have we been where, going where was this this um what was the thing the the, the cele- not celestial the, the 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 spinal the guardian thing that we yeah. oh yeah there was so well, much weird magic we were things we were we traveling found. for miles in that like river duct system but oh. even then like how far and then we traveled for days to yeah. get to but we, um, Vartengrav, and then we traveled for days to get to the Anuriaks. Actually, days to get to the junction where the Anuriaks were, then eight days again to get to the... And then uh, we were Chitaka. at the Anuriaks, and then we were traveling for days, and I'm guessing not back towards that junction in a different direction. It was new tunnels you'd never been in. Yeah, all right. So, so thinking about, like, where... Because um, we, we felt we went into a, um, a, bu- under a building in Sartar Azul. Where is that in relation to the slag mark? Oh, uh, well west. Is it? Is it... You doing basic math of the number of days that we've traveled in the direction is it even feasible to have gotten to the slag mark by now? It'd be feasible. It's okay. possible. All right. It'd probably be easier if we were going overland rather than just kind of the winding caves. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is like it just it feels bizarre, but that's like well, and I and don't. I, we don't know of another desert. We don't know if it is actually desert sand. Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you've been describing this as sandstone. These. Yeah, yeah, this area. This area, so, so right. you know, maybe it's not. We're thinking of it as desert sand, but maybe it's something else. Beach sand, sediment. Well, I yeah. mean, maybe Just it's like if if you looked sediment. at an ant hill, would it the look like of sand? A dry lake. Right. Okay. All um, right. So we don't. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, and with this information, we just we finish the long rest. Yeah. God, I hope we're not coming out in the bottom of a lake. That'd be really bad. Oh, maybe it's a dry lake. Well, <laughs> a dry lake would be okay. Yeah, yeah, a lake would be, lake be fluttered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hope we just well, have at least a round for you to cast polymorph or the the. Oh no, we did two rounds for that. Uh oh. Wait, you're back to fish again. <laughs> it worked out so well the first time. The circle of life. <laughs> um, but the uh, Usud also said it was getting warmer. Yeah. So warmer oh. and sand that implies desert. So I think we yeah. can logically infer slag mark. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of trees. Do in the you desert. want me to send a that message now? Be, well, because they were waiting for us someplace else. When I had sent that previous message, they were waiting for us someplace else. Should I send a new message and say, "Meet us. We're com- we're, we're coming out in this uh, somewhere." Slide mark is huge. I was gonna say. So that would yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That I don't. Like, I, I wouldn't think, even know where to I think tell it'd be them. Better data. The west side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think mean, once better, we can see the sky, we can actually get a location right, better. You figure right. out where we are because you know we might be coming out right under the gate of ages, or we might be coming you know like. 600 miles north of it. You right. Know, who knows it's where we like saying, let's rendezvous in Oregon. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you in Oregon. But with this information, we should definitely also make sure that we have water. Yeah. Um, so let's fill whatever we... I, I think I'm pretty sure I still have an iron pot. 
Maybe we should fill it with water. <laughs> we conjure lemon secret chest and fill it and with fill water. It with water. <laughs> I like how like it wasn't lemon secret zest. It was lemon Ooh. secret chest. <laughs> so you guys go to sleep. Lemon's secret chest. Uh, yes. You wake up the in the dark like you have for the last couple of months. Yeah, uh, I can see normally in it. Uh, and... and the, uh, the camp itself is much more developed. You think that uh, they had the drones on rotation, and where you are sleeping, there is now the rudiments of a building that's arched up over your head. Hmm. So they built right through your, your They sleep. built us a tent. Yeah, they, are, they did. They made you a cabin. Are these the settlers, the, the, the beings that came with us? Are these the people that are going to be settling here? Um, if you're asking Shatask, she'd say yeah, yes, yeah. that uh, a portion of this caravan will proceed back to Chitakdan, uh and the portion remain here uh, to maintain this outpost. Interesting. Hey, Jacob, hey. do the click. Okay. I want to know if these are all... Um, yeah. If these are all people from the cult, because oh, they're I make getting a telepathic the gesture that we can all do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot that you can I do can the do ping, it. Yeah. yeah, we can all do it. All right, I do the ping. I want to. I want to know if any of these people are. Um, are yeah, all are. these people part cult of the cult? Or cult adjacent. Right. Is that why they want <laughs> it's to be a prison close to the? <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, you actually realize you're not getting out of it. Uh, let's see. So sixty. You can 70. take that back. That bad juju all the way somewhere else. <laughs> um. Six and seven and eight and nine. Where do we have the map posted? Because I was trying to look at it and I cannot find Give me it. A six tell can. our tell our listeners where they can find the map of the world uh, of Jordan. Yes, I think it's on my site, the Matt Jason. Your site. So who asked that about again? About oh, you didn't know you. Um, yeah, that uh, right there in that area. As they're they're still working, they're not gathering to send you off. It's really just Shatask and Iskanthovit right there. Um, but there's at least a dozen of them that pause and turn. Uh, both among adepts, uh, soldiers, and mostly drones. Drones? Yeah. Huh. I didn't even know any of those would know the signal. That's interesting. All right. That's. I was just curious. Mm. So, you guys moving out? Yeah. You yeah. gathered up uh, all the water you can carry on yourselves, as well as uh, your rations are up to date, and you head down that uh, passageway. It seems very familiar to you oh, at this gosh, point. Oh, gosh, yeah, and it's so weird to be by ourselves. Yeah, for the first <laughs> time forever. We're no longer having the pulsing thoughts of every other inertia. Yeah, and how quickly do they get out of our head? I yeah, was that's what I was about that. to say, that when you get just about... Uh, it's theempiresedge.com slash the world of Jordan with... Uh -huh. Oh, nope, that's just... That's just the index. It, it, I don't know where uh, you put the map. I don't know. I think the map's on my site right now. I, I don't think it is. It. Yeah, no, I couldn't find it. Well, maybe the listeners haven't seen it before, and we'll make sure to put it somewhere where you guys can see just uh, exactly I'll what I'm looking for. Then we'll help you well, find that's it. that's a little, <laughs> little discerning that the, the map is not showing up because it's definitely on one of the two sites. Well, if I, nothing else, it'll definitely wind up on the We Fixed It page. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> because I, I've accessed the map through the map, JC. There it is. It's under the An Evil Before tab. Ah. Okay, thanks. And the slag mark barely shows up in the bottom right corner. Yeah, that's why I thought it was a bit odd that we weren't, uh, um, that like if we were that far because it was so. Yeah, there it is, barely. Here to the south and east lies but barren it, wastes of the it, Slagmark Desert. It radiates, you know, southwest and northeast on a diagonal. Yeah, sure. So sure. that's just one little. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. And do we even have on this map? Do we know where um, uh, Sartar Zula is? Does that fall on the map anywhere? No, that's gone. It, it's way off the edge of the map there. Well, not way off the edge. The the map didn't have that kind of detail when that was when that was created. Uh huh. So. We've got Warland, and from there we can kind of nominally triangulate. Jacob's just been so used to making his own maps, he can't read other people's. Right. <laughs> well, and you can see where the little town of Hiller is. 
Will Itty Bitty Hiller? Uh, I can see Brian. Brian. Uh, Trent here, here, turn, turn Portland. toward me a little bit. Vistari. Yeah. This is great for our uh, audio medium. <laughs> and then Arngold College up at the top. Yeah. So for you listeners at home, it is mattsinkovich.com slash evil before. And you'll see our map. You can see what we're looking at right now. And really treat yourself to a very lovely, because you're a, who made this? Who made this map? That's uh, my nephew, Michael Sinkovich. Oh, yeah, and he did a fantastic job. This is a very good-looking map. It's very well done. I like how Brimroar is, like, embossed into the hills. I can't read, I can't read that from here. Uh, looks like Far Field. Hmm. Okay, sorry. And it's definitely not where Hiller's supposed to be. Um, I'll have to, like, look at it again. <laughs> Uh-oh, did we oh, go north again? You found it? Okay. Yeah. It's right above the M in Brimroar. Ah, Hiller, there it is, yeah. And then Grind, just a little bit north above that. How nice. Oh, where were we? You're traveling. So the initial portion of the the <laughs> We're the debating trek, whether or not the, the hot sandy area we're yeah. heading towards is the Slagmark. That <laughs> we're still not sure. <laughs> your it looks familiar to you, Boris, because you've you've seen it through um your familiar eyes. eyes. And so it, it looks what you would expect to. And it continues that way. Uh, after about a mile or so, there's some fairly major breaks in it, as though there was massive shifts of stone and everything moved like to the left two feet where you can see that it was Oof. like a, a tunnel in a tube and just this major shifting. And then there's a stretch when you've been out for about three hours, maybe you've gone, how many you know miles you've gone in that time, that uh, there was uh, a lot of collapse and you're picking your way through. The, it's very uneven, uh, broken up territory. But again, it's not enough to slow you down. And uh, Jacob would determine very quickly that it's it's uh, not risking collapse right now. Yeah, Zellin. So if we looked at it, it can we tell? Is it just a natural collapse? Does it just it, does it look like a slide? Are there any burn marks or any watermark? Any anything that would indicate that there was anything other than just natural shifts in the earth? That this was just a natural occurrence as opposed to a fight. Um, it, you don't see anything here that would give you um, evidence that there was any beings in here doing anything. It looks just a stone collapse. Um, and the same thing with the shift in the tunnel. Right. For the yeah. Back. Some major earthquake sometime in the past. Jacob, what you're noticing is that there's uh, less and less of any kind of organic material that you used to see in the tunnels before. It's almost as though instead of moving to the surface that is full of life, you're moving to a place that seems much less. Uh, you know, Filled with life. And it's, that that only, does that serve to make me worried or does it serve to just reinforce the idea that we feel like we are coming up into a desert? Uh, since you're, like, you're, you're internal gyroscope. moisture in the, uh, in yeah, the air? Yeah, that okay. it's also getting drier as well. That uh, you would have thought that to get to the surface, you guys would have gone just steeply up, you know, because you did for a while initially. And you thought you would do that again and maybe again and again to get to the surface. But you you haven't. You've made on this, this level for a long time. Um Halfway through the day, the uh, the tunnel changes like style again, and it's more like fissures in the rocks and less like it was a tunnel that was almost like lava tube like. Uh, and then toward the end of the day, it's getting much definitely warmer. You're aware of uh, a greater heat that you reach an area where there is what's like a, like a hillside in this tunnel, and it is just sand from Blo one side to the other, just blocking, 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 blocking the, the tunnel away. I guess I touch the sand. Is it is it hot to the touch? Uh, not hot, but you can tell that there is uh, warmth radiating through it. Okay, so we feel like so we have to be close enough to the surface, or so close to whatever is the sense the source of heat for the heat to be making it to us if we are still underground. 
That or that it's a day's heat radiating through sand as it's going through. Yeah, yeah. So, you're one or the other, right? But even then, like there's there, even in the desert, like they have layers where like the it, the heat won't get down won't. this far. Yeah. Right. Um, what animals can you turn us into that can dig us through sand? Or yeah. what spells do you have to knock the sand out of the way? Or can you conjure you know the secret zest so I can get my other shield and we can use the shields to dig out? Not fair. Yeah. Because I was just thinking bullets again. That would be or yes. Bullets. Um, <laughs> yes to everything. <laughs> yes to everything sounds good. Um, uh, so, okay. So what do you want to do first? Do you want your shield? Uh, I, I mean, I would say if we're, we're coming out, we don't know where. A, I technically have a better armor class in the Anuriac plate than I do in my normal stuff. Okay. So, so until I have kind of direct pressure to not look like a freaky bug guy, so I'm going to look like a freaky bug we're gonna guy. We're going to leave the stuff <laughs> in there. Okay. Act like it. Um, all right, yeah. so I can do Which erupting earth. I tell earth. everyone else what to do. Exactly. What was that, John? Um, I can do erupting earth. Choose a point you can see on the ground. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. So I'm wondering if I can do that pushing against the sand, try to push the sand Well, out. it sounds like it'll go up from ground level, not in a direction you specify. Yeah. So like, choose I, a I, point. Think, I think thunder wave would be a better option. I mean, uh, is there a role that we can make where we can, if, could we... Well, digging would be athletics. So if you guys want to... I mean, just trying to judge how thick we think the sand is. Well, sand flows. That if you yeah. can pull something out, it's a matter of how how long is the plug itself. That if you start digging at the base of this, it's going to flow from the top and fill in. It might not be that far to actually get to where the very top of the a passageway could be exposed. So it's all a matter of m making like athletics, digging checks, uh, and pulling out... Before, yeah, turning so burst, before we decide on yeah. whatever it is that we actually want to do, we need to come up with some sort of a contingency just in case we cause a landslide. If this does start to fill in with sand and we can't outrun it, we want to make sure that we can get out of any burial that we might cause. I think the simplest solution is that we turn into something with a burrow speed. I think so. I think that'll just be easiest is the yeah, pixies and then letting or us... Or Hulk or something. Yeah. Um, um, or... And what's your uh, challenge rating you can go to now? Is it two? That, um, no, not with wild so chick, with I polymorph. So I would oh, okay. conjure woodland beings and have them polymorph us. And, uh, and then polymorph. I think bullets was just the easiest one. As long as they're beasts. Because we've done that one before. Yeah, you look it think. up right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Says, what did, what did we do when we were burrowing? Burrowing. 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 Burrow hobbit. Well, what were we, what were we doing? Like oh, yeah. uh, you we were, were attacking the Ankhegs in a Perfidian Night Sanctuary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the place. Yeah. The, a bullet is um, large, monstrous, unaligned, has a burrow speed of 40. Ah, I'm down with that. Can, and, and you lose, when you polymorph, you lose your other abilities. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to be using my cutting action with them, as, you're a, not as a be, bullet. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, we we turn to you for for guidance, Zellin. Yeah. The the and, only the only potential caveat is um, if you're grandfathering in monstrosities to beasts or just taking that beasts as non-literal. Hmm. Good point. So yeah, I would think um, I'd rather not make that change. That is a large monstrous thing. It is not a beast. What about oh. a giant beetle? Does it burrow? I don't know. It, it does is is that listed as a type of speed? Like it's a climbing speed. They're most speed, commonly found speed. underground. That is a yeah burrow. It's a, a type of speed. Okay. So, it's see that's the weird thing. Whole bunch of whole bunch of options, but then you need to find that one perfect yeah, little one qualifier. So so we were technically not supposed to be able to turn into bullets. Probably not. Oh, oh. yeah. Now that we're <laughs> well from whoops. it. 
dang it, Zelen's like, sorry, I forgot. Like, I don't, I, I can't remember how uh-huh. to do it now. Zelen's like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, but now she's like, yeah, I can't, got away with I can't it, yeah. do it again. How do I know if they burrow? You look up their stat block. Yeah, yeah right? I'm looking up their stat block. It doesn't say anything about burrow. Then they don't burrow. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's it's just like, d- does your character sheet say anything about burrowing? No, you probably can't do it. Just like my character sheet as David Warner does not say that I can eat swords, so I'm not going to try. Uh, Badger is definitely a creature. Because uh, also it has to be something you've. Oh no, it doesn't have to be something you've seen before. Now it can just be pixies. Pixies have seen a lot of shit. Yeah, badger would work. Uh, uh a bronze serpent. I doubt a bronze serpent is a beast. Yeah. Well, I looked at beasts. Oh, it just said burrowing creatures. Badger, giant badger, and earth elemental. That's not a... Earth elementals aren't beasts. Mm-mm. Correct. Come on, Reddit, you're supposed to be the... the, the master. <laughs> I guess that's for... um. Wild shape. Any wild shape? No, that's also still. Uh, Circle of the moon can turn into elementals or moons. Yeah, a giant badger has a burrow speed of 10. Hey, oh, and what does a regular badger have? I didn't actually list it. Oh. Well, there you go. But that definitely, okay, so that is a, that is a something with a burrow speed. That might be our best bet. Is moving it 20 feet around. Which, when you think about tunneling through something, that's, that's pretty bad. good, yeah. I think the length of this room in a round. Every six seconds, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds pretty good. Heck, just, that's, that's like walking <laughs> speed. Just, <laughs> yeah. just walking just <laughs> casually from one side to the other? Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, technically, it's not tunneling, though, because that's a term in... Yeah, so I say, why not? Why not just do badgers? Is there anything against doing badgers? Like the, giant the giant badger. badger? Yeah, it's still yeah, a medium beast. Badger. Yeah, giant badger is medium beast, so it's kind of uh, a human-sized badger. No, but that works. Um, but why don't you set up a? What are the conditions under which you are changed back? Yeah. So yeah. So. Um, Pixies, when I touch my face three times like this, as a badger, turn me back. I would say. Once, Can you remember that? As I would a say once we're out. I would say once once we're once we're out of the sand, once, oh, not out of the sand, but once we're in the sky, and what are the changes back? What are the spells? Why would can, we want to stay in badger form? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, what other spells can the pixies do? Also, confusion, dancing lights, detect good and evil, detect thoughts, dispel magic, entangle, fly, phantasmal force, polymorph, sleep. Okay, so I was curious if there was something like if they could just teleport us, because if if something goes horribly horribly awry. And we're trying to get through this and like we get like caved in or something. But no, I feel like just 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 doing that one qualifier where you just say like, yeah, if I, you know, when I touch my nose or when I do this three times or. But they can the read thoughts. I can tell them to detect our thoughts. And that's fair. When we're aware we're outside. Right. To detect our thoughts. Well, and that that I think is a better option because then they don't have to see us and they're not burrowing so how are they getting out yeah, right. yeah. there you go yeah that, that that's a that's a good idea detect thoughts and then um now i can dimension door 
but I don't know where we are. So you I have wouldn't to, know You have to where be to back in your, in your human shape, though. So Dimension Door, I mean, what's, what's the range on Dimension Door? It's not, uh, it's not 30, 45 degree angle, 300 feet. Oh. Oh. But it's, it's an unknown. She doesn't know what she's heading towards. Right. No. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going. You feel like 300 feet, that would block sunlight. We have to be within 300 feet of the surface. Like, we, he wouldn't get down here from the sun if we were more than 300 feet. But if we, if we aim too high, then we're It's also be... right direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it, the ton, the, you know, where the sand's coming in might curve. Fair. Yeah. Straight up might just 300 feet could be right. a mountain right on the edge of the uh, thing. It can be a place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction. Yeah. Okay. So I can bring there. objects and I can bring one willing creature of my size or smaller. Oh, only one. Okay. So um, what's, right. the, what's the plan then? All right. So pixies. I am calling the pixies, um, asking four of them to, they can, they can only do one spell at a time, right? Yes. So I'm asking four of them to, uh, sorry, three of them to um, detect our thoughts so that when we signal that we're outside, they change us back to humans. Um, and then asking another three of them to polymorph us into giant badgers and then asking all eight of them to follow along with us as we dig through. How are they following along? Um, well, they can just be with us. I mean, they can. Well, we're not, creating, we're not creating a tunnel behind us, since, no, especially since gonna, the sand's going to be falling back, back behind us. Yeah, but can't they just hold on to us, like ride on us? I mean, uh, they're pixies. It, no, it'd they, be they probably difficult. suffocate. Yeah. Why would they suffocate? If they were, if they were like clinging on to our fur, yeah, like a little baby. You're, but, they, but they don't have the same abilities. You're like they're, digging through a sand dune. You're well, not they're sure the size of a child, anyway. Yeah. Oh. They're too big, firstly. How do they get outside? They don't have to. They can just go back to their they're, they're detecting our thoughts. Oh, they can detect our thoughts even with the, if they're not with us? Oh, yeah, what's the range on? Or, and the, yeah, uh, yeah, so... 30 feet. Yeah. Or, simple, wait five minutes, then turn us back. Oh, or, that makes sense. Or, we just hang out as badgers for an hour. Until it dispels. Well, can't you take one point of damage, too, when you turn back to yourselves? No, it has to carry over from the giant badger... Hit points. And I did have that looked up, but I closed. Oh, I still have it. Uh, badgers have an armor class of 10, hit points of 13. So we'd have to take 14 points of damage in order to turn back to ourselves. Correct. Yeah. Right. There you yeah, go. There's so an idea. We'll just start, we get out and we just start celebratorily mauling each other. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, okay. Uh, Allah. Yeah, let's do it. So, but what's the direction for them to change us back? Are we just going to hang out as badgers? I say, I say, don't worry about it because we, yeah, we can do damage and, and just, yeah, just turn us into it. Leave it here. Detect Thoughts is good to keep going just in case within 30 feet we run into some really deep shit. Can you do the Druidcraft cantrip? Druidcraft? Um, I can do? call somebody else to... Oh, maybe well, the, they the pic, can. The pixies the can. The pixies can, I'm yeah. pretty sure that signals time of day. Huh. You guys, synchronizing your watches. This is no, getting... Well, we're seeing if it's uh, day or night. Oh. So whether or not we're hanging out as giant furry monsters for, you know... An hour in the, you know, at noon or an hour when it's nighttime. Okay. That makes sense. And I imagine my, uh, my internal clock is properly. No, I don't have that one. Yeah, the, the pixies do. It doesn't matter. Uh, technically it doesn't. It just tells the weather. Oh. Because the addition assumes we'll be well, on the surface all the time. They wouldn't tell you if it was, uh, you know, sunny if it wasn't, you know, daytime. 
<laughs> I never, I've, I've never seen a weather app. Yeah, right. We use a weather app, <laughs> yeah. and this is like clear stars or a sun. Yeah, I've never seen a weather app tell me that it's, it's sunny in, in sixty-five if it was midnight. So, <laughs> yeah, no. I, <laughs> got a point. What that one is, yeah. So I guess the from there, what if it's just a, that it's raining or it's not raining? There are storms. There's not. It's storms. a desert. If it yeah. says if it says cloudy, we're still screwed. Be storms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but statistically, all right, who's casting that then? One of the pixies, because they can do it at will. Are you wanting that to happen? So? Yes. Okay, that um, uh, it is dry, um, but it is cool. Oh, so that would indicate night. Right, yeah. So okay. then we can hang out safely for an hour as badgers and not overheat and cook in our own fur. Awesome, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Make it happen, Captain. Okay, so you, there are three that are no longer sensing your thoughts, just three are changing you. Uh, no, I'm going to have them sense our thoughts anyway, okay. just in case we run into big trouble. Okay, so at uh, a 30 feet, let me just do a couple rolls myself. As you guys you know, dig into this, I'm thinking, uh, assuming, like, not in line, but adjacent to each other. As much as we can. Yeah. I don't know how big the opening is. Um, and within, gosh, a minute, you guys are powering through this really, really far. You get a little bit of slide back as stuff is filling in with you, and it would only be about uh, two minutes later, within two minutes, at the rate you guys are going, even with sliding back a little bit, you pop up out of and through this sandy area that's flown in, that's you know been sloughing in behind you, uh, and you are at the base of a cliff. Above you, you see stars arcing up in the whole way around, and you are at the surface of a desert. Amazing. And I breathe my first air of... Oh, you know, first breath of fresh air. Deep, deep breath. And then I stare at the stars as long as it takes for me to get the best idea of where we are, if I can. Yeah, once once we're Can you do that as a badger? Well, we oh, just yeah. hang out That's for right. an hour and then we're de-badgered. Oh. Yeah. Well, so... I just start punching myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, that hour later when you've changed uh, actually, back. Actually, yeah, it'd be a lot more efficient to just like yeah, I, two I will... bites and a claw. I do, I do 14 points of damage to... I, but I, I guess I wonder, would you, could you, would you know to do that? I think you're just waiting for the hour. I just can't be, I mean, it was one thing for the fish for a point, but, uh, but these guys. Well, we don't take the damage though. Like we only take whatever uh, pours uh, back uh, into our own cells. I know, but it's counterintuitive to any living creature to do that kind of harm to itself. Oh, no, no. I said I do damage to Boris. I, or, <laughs> yeah, same, same thing. You guys hang out for an hour. This hurts me more than it hurts you. In the cool. Um, you are in a slight underhang. Uh, and it retains its alignment and personality, however. So I would definitely so, hurt Boris. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what, what I'm saying is we understand kind of on an intuitive level, not as intricately as we do when we're human, that this isn't right, and we need to, you know, scratch out the real one. But I guess either way, it's it's only an hour. We'll, yeah. We can put up with it. I'd rather take a point of damage than hang out an hour. <laughs> that the wall, the, the stone wall that's you've just come out from underneath of has a slight underhang to it, but the stone of it is still hot. And you can imagine, it's not so much the sand that is like, you know, uh, temperatures radiating into the sand and then down beneath it, that these stone walls are are roasted through the course of the day. And it's how the, stand, the, the stones themselves are, you know, projections of rock, that this, the rock seems to be conducive enough that, that that temperature is being put right into the ground right here. So as much the sand, you know, communicating heat from out there, but you definitely know that you're somewhere in the slag mark. You're beyond that last wall. Jacob, you've been right to the edge of the slag mark before. 
due east of Grind. If you're walk almost east from Grind, you've been to the slag mark in that area. Yep. You've got to be well, well south, southwest of that point. And it's a matter of how far from where you had been. And does my stargazing reinforce that, that we, I, we do think we are in the slag mark? Uh, go ahead and roll that as a survival. Uh, a natural 20. You would think you are, okay. um, and you do think you are looking by the stars and having to kind of fast forward about two and a half to three months from when you went underground the first time, that all the constellations are in a position where you would say that you are well south of Grian, you know, your known stars, you know, how they should look from home. And judging by, by their positioning here too, you've seen these patterns before. It's just been a long time that you would think you're probably in the general region of the Gate of the Ages and the Throne of Indara. I think we want to do pixies again. Well, yeah, I could change myself. Um, like I could change myself into a giant lizard, something like that, that the two of you could... Just conjure pixies and have them cast fly on us. Well, do you want to wait until morning? No. No, because judging by how hot these rocks are and how hot the sand was, it would be unbearable, and I don't want to risk that. I'd rather nap at the top of this cliff or a little bit further from here if we feel like that'd be a safer place. Okay. Than wait for the sun. Considering how far Usud could travel flying at um, 80 feet per round, how much further can we get flying at 120 feet per round in straight lines as opposed to winding through cliffs and... Uh, yeah. But we can cover a lot of pretty ground. Pretty far. Yeah, yeah. pretty right. far. So, um, I'm not changing us into anything. I'm just going to cast yeah, no, just, fly, just yeah. fly so that we can, we can communicate with each other. You're summoning pixies and they're casting fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, again, how many times can you summon those pixies a day? Uh, three. Okay. That is um, so many pixies. All right, so I'm calling them back to me again. Yeah, they're all in their night shirts. It's only been like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it well, really has been. Yeah. Um, too bad I couldn't have brought him with me because that would have been yeah, far more efficient. Saved us. But, and then um, asking them to cast fly on the three of us and asking him to stay with us. All right. And do they have fly themselves somehow yes. or do they have to cast it on themselves? They they're, they're innate flyers. Okay. So, yeah, that's cast on you, and you lift off, and you start going up as you're turning. Now, uh, the starlight is very bright, honestly. Even though you've been traveling with artificial light all of this way, it's amazing how that starlight seems warm and bright all at the same time. So as you're rising up into the air... We're you, feeling a little nervous about not having a cave around us. Yeah, that you, yeah you, it's it almost a yeah. like that you can't believe there's no ceiling yeah. as we fly upwards into hell. No, wait, wait. <laughs> that's what they say all the time. That you're looking at the... Your, keeping the cliff, I'd say, like on your right-hand side, and you can see the vast slagmark desert, you know, as, as wide as all of Warland stretching out toward the south, and um, you can see the, the wall of stone that makes its other side, like you're in a large trench that's sandy at the bottom that's got to be just hundreds and hundreds of miles away. I take that back. About 120 miles away, you know, across that distance. And as beautiful as it is... And I veer off and fly to the Corman Empire. We yeah. immediately start heading west. Um, or, yeah, west to get to get right. towards Grind. Well, but, but you're still climbing. You're still going up on this. Oh, yeah. And uh, the walls themselves, even in this, this low Three light... Three rounds. Yeah, so in this light, you can tell that it's uh, broken in some spots, but then in other areas, like where it must be original stone to whatever form this that hasn't fallen into the into the valley below you know long since past almost looks glassy as though it was blasted by mm-hmm. something with such heat that it just polished it and you can see of uh, further to the south 
and a little to the west, like along the line of the slag mark, that there's an unusual shadow because the shadows of the um, uh, of the actual stone wall you're coming adjacent to are very definite as it's hitting the the desert floor once your eyes adjust. And you can see that maybe some miles away, there's an unusual like keyhole-like shadow that there is like an eclipsed area and then a space between it where there's light coming through it. And the, the shadow of it is very, very, very definite, this unusual formation. Do we recognize it? Well, you know, you would think... <laughs> the if, one thing it can be. Uh. That, that's right. If you were to go uh, east instead to get out from the wall so you could look back at the, the cliff face and get perspective on it, you would assume that would have to be the gate of the ages. Yeah. But that's, where, giant, that's where we start opening. heading, right? Indicate in broad gesture that, yeah, that's the direction we're going. Yeah. yeah. All right, or so, when we pause it on altitude, it's like, let's go that way. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it would have to be the most, even though you guys have done this sort of thing before, be you've really flown cool. before, that'd be so cool, especially yeah, being after we've being flown inside. in a little box before. We haven't flown did you fl- Didn't you fly as gorillas? We jumped as gorillas. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought you flew out of that place and flew back um, once you were done I being gorillas. I think we jumped and just tanked the damage. Uh, but, yeah. um, uh, but either way, to be outside one, so liberating that you're finally outside. Breathing fresh be, air. And then to be above it yeah. all like Not this Not drinking in Nuriac smoothies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one extreme to the other. <laughs> yeah, really. We just go all the way up to the sky, and then we find ourselves in heaven. Aww. And you do find yourselves pulling further and further away from the cliff face itself. Just you can get a line on actually seeing yeah. that it is. We can't beeline, so we'll have to kind of do an arc. Through. Right, so they kind of adding a couple of um, you know rounds to your total flight time. Uh, you can see how the whole area that you're coming into on your right-hand side, that is like a lower spot where the walls of the Slagmark Desert on that side, the, the Redjek Hegek Mountains, where they jump up and keep going up, that where the Throne of Indar is and the valley you're traveling through is a lower plateau. Um, it's a sunken area within all of that area. Um, and as you circle around, yeah, unmistakable, you're on the reverse side of the Gate of the Ages where you came to it from the, the side of the, you know, the four side before. Yeah, we saw before we could see the desert the through, desert the, through it. Now yeah. we can see the brim roar through yeah. the right. Exactly, the yeah. So as you're, and green again. Yeah, so yeah, as, you're, yeah. as you complete that turn, you're still arcing up as you're heading toward it and you're lining up that way. You can see that there's also light from inside it that you couldn't tell during the daylight itself, but it's when you were there before, but it seems like there's like a veil, almost like falling water inside the uh, the gate of the ages that uh, you weren't aware of being quite that way the last time you were here. You guys want to go and uh, re-up your blessing from the throne of Indara? Well, I used my blessing to make the hammer, so I'd actually get, get the blessing <laughs> yeah, go, again. Go get the blessing again? Um, but yeah, I was thinking that, and honestly, it's probably... Oh yeah, that has the force field to stop you from getting in. That'd be a safe place to rest. Right, yeah, it'd be a super great place to set up camp. Let's head that way. Yeah, All right, so you're flying that way. So are you going to try to go like to the inward side and go through it as before or see if you can just come at it from the desert side no, and just fly it straight through the side. It's a hole. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. It, it's a hole 100 feet in diameter. So a couple of, right, so a couple of rounds later as you're approaching it, of course, the, the gate of the ages itself just gets, you know, larger and larger. It gets huge as you're flying up to it. And you realize again just how big the thing was and to imagine that that could have actually at some point been the main entryway into a city or a castle or whatever used to be here, it's daunting. And down at the bottom of that, you can see the paved floor of it, how it still exists, and you're bringing yourself down and in. And in the next moment, you find yourself touching down and standing on the stones 
right behind the oh throne of Ambara. <laughs> That's awesome. That feels so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We immediately get back into to start setting up for camp, and while you guys are getting the thing, I'm going to go hunt. Yes, <laughs> I, yes, I want yes. to see other deer. I am sick yes. and tired of the living and, beings that I've been seeing the last while. And fresh water. Please get fresh, fresh water. water. And kick the drone slurry down into the desert. <laughs> oh, man. Um, as you guys are like there, you're again reminded that your unusual counterparts from some time in the past, their remains are still there, you know, hung in that, that, oh, that right. forced barrier. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, the place looks the same. If anything, you could probably resupply your arrows. It, uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> but it feels probably the closest to home actually being here with the benefit you guys were granted in this place. And it is so sheltered and protected that there probably couldn't be a place better for you guys to stay than, than that would be. Yeah. So, Jacob, you go out hunting. You guys unpack whatever gear you have. Yeah. There. I'm going to send a message. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, that, so that we're on the surface again, and where fire. we are. <laughs> really? Wait, we're on the surface again. Let's burn down a forest. It's the druidy thing that it's I do. It's not about the message. It's about sending a message. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your survival, Jacob. Oh, absolutely. Uh, are we in uh, mountains or forest? Yeah. Once again, both. Oh, it's not an advantage. It's uh, doubling my proficiency, which is already really high. Yeah, for the long time in a, a long time. Twenty nine. Yeah, so uh, there are six white-tailed deer moving through the area just adjacent to the uh, the the inward entrance to the gate. I I be wasteful and I and I and I try and bring home two of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that way we can take a day here, you know, smoke the meat and have rations. <laughs> so, an arrow for each. All right. One's a natural twenty, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is a uh, uh, twenty-three, I believe. Uh, no, a twenty-seven. Uh, let's see. So go ahead and roll your damage. Their armor classes are a 13. Oh, and that one gets... Um, so three, nine. One of them got 16. The other one got 15. Uh, yeah. So those arrows just went like right up to the fletchings. The others jump off. Those two take a, a slight leap into the air and just pitch right over dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember doing this. I remember this. And you were only like a few minutes this from the gate itself. smile on my face. Oh, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just, this is a note, too. You walked me through the barrier just fine. If you guys recall, because you had yeah. that blessing. And I we succeeded right. once. Okay. Yeah, that you can just walk through it. It's almost like you're allowed now. I was going to ask, because I remember all the confusion stuff. Like, I really hate that as we're flying in, the cloud hits us. We get confused and go, yeah, and just hit the ground. <laughs> Yeah. But now that I remember that after we were already flying through it, and I said, ah, what happens happens at this point. <laughs> but yeah, no, I will start to, I mean, I'll do a little bit of field dressing, but for the most part, I'm dragging, I'm dragging yeah. them down to back to the gate. And so the rest of the evening then, you guys are resting. I would imagine you probably go back and get some firewood too, that sort of thing, and drag that up. Yeah. Sorry. But Zell and I are making Campbell's hunting right. and cleaning. That you do that. You It wouldn't take very, very long to, uh, to flesh these things out and prepare that, you know, laying things out. You're trying to smoke some things, cook some things. Uh, and it's probably the most pleasant night you guys have had in oh, a yeah. long, 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 Smells long time. Proper fires. Um, yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're eating water, oh venison. Yeah, it's a, yes. it's a very good night, right? Yeah, and fresh water. Uh, and then without setting a guard, I'm sure, because you have the uh, the throne of Indar and the gate of the ages protecting well, you. And then we Usud. also have Usud. Yeah. Usud, yeah. Usud, okay. sleep. Usud is there, yeah. Uh, you guys just like fall asleep and the stone feels so good. <laughs> you know, whatever little bedroll you have, you're rolled up in your cape right now. But you are all awakened at the same time. And it's so startling that you can't help but sit up and look toward the east that you're seeing the sunrise across the slag mark 
through the opening of the Gate of the Ages as you're resting quietly at the throne of the dark. Ah, to be back in the sunlight again. Actually, wait, it's really bright out here. I want to go back. Bribe us to stay above ground by sending money to subscribestar.com slash v-empires-edge and tell us how glad you lot are to be back in the brim roar on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Empire's Edge. That was a fun side mission. In and out, quick adventure, 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) How many levels did you guys get down there? Like three. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Two or three, yeah. We were in there for the same number of real life months. Yeah.